All right, AK back in. John Ireland back as in well. The What's flesh? going on, John? Have you been working this during the All Star break? I uh, took a few days off. I came back yesterday. Okay, came back yesterday. Well, I know one thing: Mason will never be out off day. The minute I was coming back, you knew he he would go. Wait, Sleeve was off. Ireland was off. Wait, off days? I will not be outdone. So, AK, you were here for our glory. I mean, you know, one of the greatest moments in the history of ESPN Seven Ten Radio. Clint as far was as I'm very concerned. excited about this. It well, started about so was M. thirty in the yeah. morning, and he finally got a chance. We to got go the bear draft it. off. Yep. What did G- you give think? Him, give him the give him the the back so story. okay. So you see this list right here, the definitive ranking of bears from the Ringer. Now very and, Ringer project. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and I say that with love. I'm a big fan of the Ringer. This is a very <laughs> Ringer. Project. Emily sends this to me, and I immediately say to her, "This list is terrible." Like because the rankings are like way off. Plus. And she's like, "Forget that. You want to talk about it?" I'm like, "Yes." And I was like, "You know, we used to talk about bears when I did the morning roast on ESPN Radio." She was like, "I was like, we used to talk about like cartoons as." athletes all the right. time and I was like she's like well, why don't we do a bear draft so now we got a bear draft did you hear would you like to hear my bear team and I, this is for cocaine bear coming out later tonight John, yes and Emily will be there cocaine bear the story of course of a bear that broke into a shipment of cocaine and uh was found dead in a cabin and uh they just made up a story around it which is a great movie premise. we assume that hijinks ensued <laughs> yes absolutely my team well, the number one overall pick was Smokey the Bear. Okay, I mean that's a reasonable I'm not pick. Arguing that that's, that's a reasonable. That pick. would have been my number one pick as well. Master Poe from Kung Fu Panda was number two. Mm. Went old school with Fozzie, mm. Fozzie Bear, okay. who doesn't get a lot of love these days in the streets. And I ended things up with, like I said, the best hands in the league, Yogi Bear. Okay, that's it. It was four Sweet. person. Uh, I was four, so a snake draft. I got four and five, and then just went from there. Went uh, Winnie the Pooh as my number one pick. Decent pick. Uh, Bad News Bears is number two. Dub Bears, SNL skit, stayed with that. And they haven't seen it. It was one of my favorite movies of all time, The Great Outdoors, with That's John a good Candy, movie. Dan <laughs> Aykroyd, fun. and The Bear. Do so you remember that movie? That. Nope. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's John Candy, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. They're in the woods. It's funny. Oh, yeah, it's good. Okay. It's good. All right. Yeah. And then we had uh, Taylor had his. Taylor, let's do yours real quick. M, do yours. And you yeah, because can... I got a couple that I didn't hear come up, uh, and, right. and I was going to throw them out, but I want to make sure I didn't miss them. So I'm trying to make the most badass list of bears possible. I can't hear for some reason. So I went with uh, the bear from The Revenant. I went with Cocaine Bear. I went with William Perry, The Refrigerator. William Perry's a good pick. And for no apparent reason, The Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> okay. okay, and M, that's a bit you? of a stretch. Yeah. All right, so I have uh, the teddy bear, gummy bears, the Berenstein bears, and Charmin bears. Charmin bears was my favorite of those picks. I love the Charmin bears. Okay, what do we what do we miss? Here are a few that I that mm-hmm. I think are very worthy bears. First of all, the TV show The Bear, which is fantastic. yeah, that's a good show. It's I've, really really that's more good. more of a modern pick. It's a modern pick, but yeah. I, I'm. I'm betting on the future. Like, <laughs> okay. season two is already coming. It's a great show. Big Bear. Oh, yeah. Oh, I should have went. Of course. Big that's, Bear. Yeah, see, that's really, really You were really trying fun. to get too deep into pop culture yeah. nonsense. Sedona was just at Big Bear, as a matter of fact. Anybody in Southern California knows Big Bear. Um, the Bear from the movie The Edge with oh, Alec yeah. Baldwin and Anthony wow. Hopkins. They're, okay. They're stranded in the woods. Bear attacks. And then finally, it's a bit of a deep cut, but I'm going to stand by it. Brad Pitt's Honey Bear Bong in True Romance. <laughs> That that's wow. a strong bear right there, so iconic I think bear. The honey bear the, in general, though, is a good bear. Right, but pick. I'm going yeah. even more specific. So I I had someone hit me on Twitter, and it was maybe it's from that movie, or maybe it's literally the bear honey. And there was let's just say a piece in there ready yeah. for some yeah, action. Yeah, in the movie True Romance, Brad Pitt basically has an extended cameo as this stoner character, and he's smoking out of a honey bear plastic honey bear jar or whatever you call it, yeah. that he refashioned into a bong. 
That's I mean that's, that's hilarious. As creative as it gets creative. right there. Yeah. The three bears also were on the list. You know, I said sure. the, the original victims of white privilege, yeah. the three bears, we know yeah. this. Um the Care Bears didn't make the list and Baloo did not make the list uh the draft either. So what so I guess do? then, by extension, the Bear Necessities did not make No, the Bear Necessities not. was the track. That's yeah. what we played the entire time, so that was good. Uh, Cocaine Bear got a lot of love today. Good. Let's just put it that way. Good. We, we promoted that movie as if we're all going to be started. I'd like a ticket to the red carpet premiere tonight, so if you're listening, Cocaine Bear people, holler at your boy. John, how was the time off? Did you go to Terranea? Yeah. Spent some time out there? Yeah, been there all week. Okay. Um, it's kind of funny. We were talking about this, and we, we hit a lot on it, and I... However you want to describe, every game is so important. Every game is this. They got 23 games left. And it's interesting that tonight they go up, they go up against Golden State Warriors. I don't know if you guys did this yesterday, AK, but how many games do you think, if you're going to make, anybody who's going to make the playing tournament, what do you think is going to be the minimum threshold of, you got to be 40 and 42, 41 and 41, couple games over 500. What do you think is going to be the minimum threshold? I think... The 10 seed is going to be a 40-win team. So if you win 40 or more, I think you're in. But I'm totally speculating. The math does not work in favor of the Lakers. Just because oh. that'd, be, that'd, that'd be 13, <laughs> <The> math, right? <laughs> that's one yeah. thing. Yeah. That's, that's hard. But, but 538 that does this for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah has the Lakers finishing 40 and 42 and has the 10 seed. It has them finishing ahead of Utah and they, they basically play every game on a computer. And you know they they figure Sixth in schedules, schedule. yeah. Yep. They figure in schedules and matchups and teams that may or may not be tanking. And so five thirty eight thinks they're getting in. The issue is going to be they have almost no margin for error at all. Yeah. Um, I think it's fun to suggest, like LeBron did, that he'll play all twenty three games. I don't think LeBron or AD has played twenty three games in a row all year. Sure. Again, if you do, if you go by the math, it doesn't look good. But I got a weird feeling they're getting in. So, I, but, but, but just to say of what you just said, thirteen is very. Real. That means they'd go thirteen and ten to get to forty and forty-two. So that that is, it's not like that's not a crazy number. Now I know right. they're five games below five hundred. I know you could sit it's back. It's far say, less crazy than sixteen, seventeen, or eighteen. Right. I, I think the if you go thirteen and ten and you ended up at that, and I think that's seat, probably about right. Uh, th- that feels low to me. I, I think you need 14 or 15 minimum mm-hmm. to feel yep. safe. Yeah, That feels The low. safe, I don't think you're ever going to feel safe. No, no, I'm talking yeah. about safely getting into at least mm-hmm. the play-in. Like Darvin, for example, Darvin Ham set the bar at the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. Like skipping the play-in, making the playoff altogether. I started crunching the numbers on that because that would mean passing Dallas. Dallas is currently the sixth seed. They yep. are currently two games ahead, uh, above 500. They are... I believe 30 and 28. They improved is, their roster. Right. They improved their roster, but so far the Kyrie era has They're been They're 0-3 with Kyrie, right? Yeah. It's 500 total, I believe, since Kyrie. Some of those games have not been with Luka. Yep. But in doing the math there, if Dallas for their last 20 games stayed two games above 500, it would mean the Lakers would need to go 17-6. and yeah. six. If What's, Dallas just maintained their current pace. That's, but you're talking about getting the to the six. six yeah, that's to the six. I'm talking about Darvin's. I'm talking about Darvin's goal. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that at this stage of the game, I don't want to say that's unrealistic, but it's not the necessity in terms of what it's going to take to get into Look, the postseason. I, the way I see it, it's going to be hard no matter what, so you yeah. might as well set the high goal. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I got no issue with Darvin going six seed because getting the 10 seed is going to be hard. Right. Yeah. So might as well go for six. Fair yeah, th- those teams that are in front of them. And I think this is where it becomes probably more realistic. 
it's you're fighting against Utah, Portland, and OKC to go to number 10. Right. Once you get past that, now it's the Golden State Warriors, it's the Minnesota Timberwolves, it's and I'm, it's the Pel, it's the yeah it's the Pelicans. Warriors uh-huh. and, and, and I'm not saying that these are unbelievable teams they're not but the Warriors got some issues in the sense that they're not healthy Zion I think is going to be out for at least it looks who like, knows yeah how much longer he's going to be out so there are some stuff that could play to the Lakers advantage they just can't like tonight is a perfect example no Andrew Wiggins no Steph Curry at least from those two players. This is not a game. Like they don't have games. If you lost at you Dallas or Memphis, yeah. then it's I, okay. Stop. You can't right. lose games Full like that. So that's where you are, AK. Okay? This yeah. is a must win. This is yes. I mean, if you if you're thinking about this, I, I mean, it is. I, <laughs> yes, John. What's I realize so mathematically they're not going to be able yeah, to no, but, the playoffs I, if they don't. But I agree with you. In any real world that isn't being taken in the most literal sense, yes. With the math they're facing against a team they are chasing to try to get past. This is a must-win game. It's a must-win opportunity. A, yes, that's that's the, probably the better way to put it, is that if you want to be able to do what you right. say you're going to do, yeah. this is one of the games you have to have in order but to be yes, able to do that. I mean, Anthony Davis said that these are all must-win games, but I guess he's wrong. He is wrong. If they lose tonight, it is not the end of the season. No, that, to me, is that's, the definition of a must-win. No, but that's not what we're talking about, That's, that's really, what you just said, must-win. What's not your definition must, of a must-win? If they lose tonight, then your season is... Basically, morale is shot and you're done. It's like losing a game that you know you have if to have. If you want to make the playoffs, yeah. you need to win the games it's, in front of you, especially the ones that you're chasing. Math these plus teams. morale is what it is, like, in my opinion. I mean, in the most literal sense, no, it's not must win. That's a really bad way to define it, though. Right. That's the, how you do it. If the question is you're trying to get to 13 wins or 14 wins right. or whatever, and it's figuring out what 13 like, or 14 games you're going to get, this. If this is not one of them, then now you got to go win maybe at Memphis. Here's or the thing. Yeah, especially at, at home, too. It's That's not another just thing. It's the wins that matter, it's which losses you avoid. Yeah. Like losing against the teams you are chasing is not going to work. It's extremely mm-hmm. bad. Well, yeah. wait a minute. Aren't they're 13th? Aren't they chasing everybody? everybody. Yeah, that makes them Doesn't, almost win, John. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, no, but so you think they need to go 23 and up? They, they no, need, no, 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 no. No, I'm it's saying they depending need to win. on how the rest of the they league need to works beat out. Every team yeah. they're chasing. Yeah. Just to make the math work, because some of those teams are going to cannibalize each other. They can't miss against teams they're chasing. Wait a minute. The next seven games are against teams they're chasing. Well, the ones the ones they are directly chasing. Look I'm, at the next seven games. But all those like teams Memphis. also. I'm not talking about Memphis. They're not going to catch Memphis. Yeah, and also okay. Dallas, OKC, Golden State, yeah, Minnesota's in there. Right. They also, it's the next seven Memphis. games. But Golden State is also undermanned, which means that your probability right. of winning, you assume, is greater, thus making it more of a must. Because you I can't mean, even get that. The, what are you even doing? What's the practical argument for they don't need to win these games? Yeah, I mean. Like, what's the practical argument other than literally they're not eliminated? The practical argument is if you don't win tonight, you just need to win one of these games but on the three-game road working, trip. The math starts <laughs> working less in your favor, though. Yeah. Dramatically. Math, well, the math is dramatically against them anyway. So you have to turn the math as much in your favor as you can. What do you yeah, think? I think? I think it's inc- incredibly disingenuous for you to suggest they need to win every game. Now, I, I see. I think it's incredibly literal for you, and frankly, knowingly literal, to say that these games aren't muscular. Yeah, and also the cha- it changes game to game. That's why you play the games. It's not, you know, you don't have to say either this one's a must win, therefore they all are. It's about the fact that this team is undermanned, they're chasing this team, and they're at home. And if you can't win a game under that circumstances, well, everything else you're trying to visualize seems to be a lot farther in the distance. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to in terms of who the actual competition is, not just the math and what you think you can do yourself. I'm going to give an example, and I get it. I get the, the literal term of must win gets thrown around so loosely. 
To after, me, yeah, must-win games are not elimination games. That's, at, that, that's after, a, two different things. After the Rams lost their first game against Buffalo, do you remember May saying that the game against Atlanta was must-win? Yeah, most ridiculous thing ever. But And I get what you're yeah. saying is, okay, wait, you're going to be two games in. What do you mean this is a must two Two games into a 17-game set. Yeah. And I, mean, I know May isn't talking right. about they it. needed all the wins they could <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the but other I know, thing is I know, that— No, but they won that game, and it didn't matter. But I'm saying that— I. I get the literal sense of must win. I don't. Okay, I think we can Lakers argue about that, but I don't agree. I don't. Situation. I do not believe that must win games are by default elimination games. That's mm-hmm. just the base level of how I operate. So that's so. Do you every game is a must win? No, it's just that must win means that something is going to change if you do not win that game. That was not the case beforehand, and that's kind of where I think this team is right now. Is that with this kind of pressure on the squad, a home game, a down Warriors team. You know, and ahead of you, you've got to win this game. Like otherwise, what the rest of the stuff you're going to do so doesn't really make if sense. If they lose tonight, but they win Sunday, what's the difference? We'll see based on what happens with the rest of the teams ahead of them. That's what I'm saying. And you right. put yourself at the best advantage in any situation to beat those teams in terms of the match. Because here's the problem: if if they lose to Golden State tonight, yeah. but then beat them next week, all you do is just sit in neutral. Yeah. You didn't gain any ground on it, and they need to gain ground. That's key. Very key for them. We haven't got your thought on it. Russ to the Clippers. What? what how, how do you think? I mean, you've said this before. I've heard you on the mic with Russ, how he's yeah. always been one of your favorite players. Yep. He stays in town, joins the Clippers. Um, Clippers team's got incredible depth, but they're, you know, it, it's their strategy is a, it's, it's confusing, but I get it. They're also trying to just wait for this final stretch and Kawhi and maybe PG play a lot more. What do you think of Russ there? I think it might work. But I thought the Lakers would work. So I'm very biased um, because I like Westbrook. But I think it'll come down to whether or not Ty Lue has the balls to take him out when he goes out and goes 0 for 5. And you can tell he's playing for he's himself. nothing to lose. Yeah. Right. But what? But except the locker room. You know, because one thing that, that – like I'm a big Frank Vogel guy. Russ had as much to do with Frank Vogel being fired as any individual mm. player. Sure. Um, if Ty Lue doesn't stand up to Russ – then the Clippers, this could be a huge mistake. I just think it's easier for Ty Lue yeah. to stand up to Russ I in this too. situation. Like I do too. But will he do it? I would think he would. I mean, he's supposedly stood up to LeBron before. Yeah, yeah, but LeBron's a Hall of Famer who he ne- he wouldn't take out. Will he take Russ but he, out But the point is struggling? he told LeBron things that LeBron didn't want to hear. I think There's Tyron, never an argument for taking LeBron off the court. But there is for us. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah I mean, does he have the guts to yes, take Russ out? And if he does, yes. how does Russ react to it? Right. Right? And that, that's part of the other reason as well. I mean, here's the reality. But the thing – hold on. The yeah. thing is also that the general level of volatility with the Clippers is not what it is with the Lakers. And so there's a difference there. And part of that reason is – Tyron Lue. I don't think he's going to upset his own apple cart and everything that they've worked for just for the sake of some interaction with Russell Westbrook. Darvin I think that's Ham the reason why the, this my, makes sense. Darvin Ham might be the most player-friendly type of coach, so I don't know if I completely agree with that because okay. it's not like Darvin But Ham, he would, Darvin would take Russ out for entire fourth quarters. Right. Will Ty Lue do that? But my point is, is that he also... Will the way Russ treated... Those situations be any different than the situations are with the Clippers? We don't have that answer. I think it's entirely possible based on the you know the foundations of the team is what I'm getting at. You know what I'm saying? You're walking onto a good team as opposed to trying to be one of the best three players. It's on much a bad less team. important for the Clippers that Russ works than it was for the Lakers. Right, it was Russ everything worked. for the Lakers. That's that's what I'm getting at. Well, yeah, and, and nobody outside of the too. Clipper locker room thinks they're winning in any way. You know, they it's kind of them against the world. I I still think that, to me the three teams. My three that I think are coming out of the West, nobody else has. I would put them in no particular order. Clippers. Warriors. Warriors. Suns. 
Oh yeah, that's. I mean, the Warriors. I mean, are the defending almost, champs. Well, like, almost yeah, everybody has Denver. Almost everybody has Memphis. Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Memphis is two right now, right? Well, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, such they're a young team. And now. well, if you ask John Moran, he ain't even worried about the West. <laughs> but um, but I think the Warriors because they have the best five man unit. The Clippers because if they all click on the same cylinders, they could be really dangerous. And the Suns because of Durant. All right, Super Cross Talk is powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason Island coming up next. AK in the house. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Return growl for Ireland. Yes, it is a return growl. And and to answer Chris Morales' question, this is one thing. Mason is competitive like me. He will never, by anyone, be out off date. Like, so if I take the All-Star break off, Bet the farm. And by the way, like I have three days on a Laker road trip coming up this week. Guarantee you within a week of that, Mason will go, was Ireland gone for three days? Okay, I got to take four. Uh, hold on, hold on. No, there's actually five days he's going to take <laughs> the week after. He's right. gone the entire week, six to the tenth. By, and by the way, it doesn't just apply to me. If like Sedano took two weeks off, Mason would look at it and go, wait a minute. Sedano has gone for 10 days. I'm going to take 12. John, this is a conversation that's already been had because Greg has already asked me about my March availability. Yeah. So trust me, we're way ahead of you. Yeah. So, uh, it's already I'm, covered. I'm kind of locked in for as far as the Lakers go, which is where I want to start today. How far can the Lakers go? Real fast, before that, because you're, it goes along with this, with Mason being off on that full week, yeah. isn't that kind of an important time in the Lakers' schedule it to be gone? It doesn't matter to him. He will not be out off date. I mean, I, I, <laughs> but, that's the thing Forget it could be the Super Bowl. If I was gone the previous two days, Mason's taking the next two. You know how some guy, you know how some athletes are stat patters, and at the end of the day, all they <laughs> care the about opposite. is their. No, no, no. When it comes to compiling his numbers and off days, yeah. he's a patter. At the end of the day, he doesn't care about the team and the effect on the team. He wants to. He wants to get. There are his very stats. few titles he's he's determined to win, but the guy who takes the most vacation days is his. Title. <laughs> is his scoring title? Yeah, that's that it is. That to him, you know, Jordan won ten <laughs> scoring titles. That's amazing. He'd be very upset if someone took that title away from him. Um, but it is Lakers Warriors tonight at Crypto.com. Um, I didn't know that you were going to jump on the must win bandwagon. Uh, it's to me. It's 23 games. They got to find a way. You think they need to be more than 13 of them? Yeah, I do. What? So you think 41 or 42 is the? I 10 think if team? you really want to be safe, given how many teams you're chasing, how many times? And this is relevant, by the way. Right. What you're bringing up. It's not just that 
your 13th. It's your 13th, and there are four te- three teams they need to leapfrog, right? They need to leapfrog three teams. Some of these teams are going to play each other, and they're going to cannibalize each other's wins and losses. I think if you really want to feel safe about this, 14 to 15 feels like the minimum to me. All right, so there is precedent here. In 2013, the Lakers were – this was – D'Antoni was coaching. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were under 500. There are a couple of games under 500. I think you you were doing the LA Times block back then, right? No, this was ESPN LA. Uh, you the were, dot you com were, Laker coverage. Yes, you were connected to Lakers it was, uh, the, somehow. It was the uh, Lando Lakers blog, okay. I believe. Um, and Kobe did what LeBron did. He mm-hmm. came out. He went on TNT and he came out and he goes, "We're making the playoffs." Yep. And they went 20 and eight. They had 28 games left. They went 20 and 8. They got the seventh seed. But it on the final cost. weekend of the year, Kobe blew out his Achilles and they got swept in the first round. Yeah. Um, so that's another. <laughs> I was wondering how far you were going to go with this example. No, no, no. It, but I, so I'm just dark. saying it's not impossible for them to go on a ridiculous run. They went 20 and 8 in 2013. But you hit on it. There could be a cost if LeBron or AD gets hurt, ball game over. Um, is it realistic to think that LeBron and AD will play all 23 games together? No, they never have. They haven't gone 23 no. games this year consecutively playing together. But is it possible? Sure. They have to. I mean, Le- the way LeBron was talking during the All-Star break, it sounds like he's decided unless it is not humanly possible, like I am endangering my body for future seasons, I'm playing all 23 and it sounded like he was sending a message to everybody on this team, strap it up. Yeah. These games are really important. Now, I'll be surprised if they lose tonight because Golden State is shorthanded. And they beat them a week ago. Actually, it was 12 days ago. They beat them in San Francisco without LeBron. Yeah. Um, so I think they're going to win tonight. Where I disagree with you is if they don't, you say it kind of counts as two because Golden State's one of the teams they're chasing. I think Golden State's in. I think Golden State is 28 and 28. Okay. I don't think they're going to go on some big losing streak and, and get out. I don't think they're chasing Golden State. I think the teams that they're chasing are Oklahoma City, Portland, and Utah. Those are the three they got to get past. Those are the games where I would make the point that you're, you're making about Golden State. If they lose tonight and they win Sunday, it's one and one either way. It, I, you probably think they're going to win tonight and lose Sunday, right? Or, no, it's it's not even a matter of which team, uh, which game I think they're going to win or lose. I just think anybody they are chasing because they are trying to get themselves. But aren't they chasing everybody? Well, as far as I would say, I mean, when you're 13th, it's an everybody ahead of anybody you. that's in the play-in mix, right? Like that's what I'm really counting. Like they have a game against Memphis. I don't count Memphis as a team they're chasing because gotcha. they're not going to catch Memphis. Okay, like, they're not. They play the Clippers later. They're not going to catch the Clippers. I agree. It's unlikely. I'm talking about anybody that is in the play-in within a few games of them. Those are the teams they're directly chasing. So I include OKC. I include Golden State. I include the Timberwolves, Pelicans. Those teams are all going to cannibalize each other in some respects, and they're going to pick up wins on each other, right. which can keep certain things static. Which, which goes back to your original point that 40 may not get it done. Right, and, yeah. and they – not all wins – Given the math they're up against, the specific context, not all wins are created equally. The wins against teams they are chasing matter more 
then they have an upcoming game against the, the Raptors, for example. They need to win that game because they need to win that game, add it to the win column, but it doesn't do anything for them necessarily directly in the standings. Their games coming up against the Thunder, the Warriors, the Timberwolves, Pelicans, Blazers, Utah, those directly affect them. Those games matter more. Yeah, I think I've I think I've simplified it more than you have. I think it's just three teams. I just think it's Oklahoma City, Portland, um, and Utah. If they because that's how they get to the ten. Now Darwin's talking about the six. I you know, if they pull that off, that's a miracle. Yeah, but run. It, wouldn't you want to get to the eight if possible and only have to win one time? No, you want to go as, you want to go as high as you want to go. But the disaster is you don't even make the plane. Right. So I'm just trying to avoid the disaster here. Um I think if they get in, they can do some damage, particularly if LeBron and AD are healthy and playing well. But it it kind of it's a it's it's almost like a sprint to the finish yes, starting tonight. The thing though that makes me optimistic because I actually think they are going to make at minimum the play-in. I actually think they're going to make this run. Well, you're go- you're on on the same page as five thirty-eight. Five thirty-eight yeah. thinks they're going to get the ten. I think they're going to get in. Um, and one of the things that gives me optimism is how they looked those three games with their new team. I thought they looked considerably better. And a lot of what happened before, you kind of have to throw out because it's a totally different roster. Right. And honest, I mean, obviously, LeBron and AD have to stay healthy, but this is a way better roster than the one they were dealing with before. The right. roster. D'Angelo Russell is a better fit than Russ. Yep. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that that D'Angelo Russell is going to lead them to the promised land, but he, their chances of winning, I think, are better than they were two weeks ago. They they looked like it. I mean, obviously, you saw all these games. They looked like not just a better team. They looked like a different team. Like they were operating different. And D'Lo out there, for example, D'Lo has certain imperfections. He's not a great defender. You know, there you you wish he would get to the rim a little bit more, but you can't guard him or not guard him with some center staying in the paint, ignoring him, like teams used to do with Russ. D'Lo's way too good of a shooter for that. So there's a lot of just diff- – he moves off ball more than Russ ever does. Do you think as good as they looked in the final game before the break against New Orleans, they start the same five tonight, the three Minnesota Darvin's guys? already said they're going to. Oh, is he? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Yeah. I think as Beasley can shoot. Russell's good with the ball. He doesn't turn it over. And Vanderbilt's perfect for what they need. I mean, he's long. He can defend. He doesn't care if he scores. He's kind of in that um, Kurt Rambis role for the Showtime Lakers. Kurt was perfect because he didn't. you didn't have to run plays for him. He was always getting extra rebounds. He was always getting extra possessions. He would play defense. He knew that if he didn't play hard, he would come out. So he just played harder than everybody else and made a career out of it. Yeah, I think a- Vanderbilt has can, can go down that road yeah. and have some success. There's also, too, like if you're looking to fast track this thing Beasley Russell and Vanderbilt played together for a few years in Minnesota right so there's familiarity between those three and I think I think that's helpful too if you're trying to like it as you said sprint to the finish line all right there's another team in the west that I think people are not giving paying any attention to that that I think is really good I'll I'll get into that and Andy have you ever had a very public brain cramp I'm sure on this show. I probably will before 4 o'clock. Right. Somebody had as public of a brain cramp as you can possibly have. And I'm curious if it was me or Bergman or Jorge and it happened to us, what you would say to make us feel better. (laughs) I will explain it all next. Andy Kamenetsky in for Mace. I'm John Ireland, ESPN LA. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, as Morales mentioned, Andy uh, Kamenetsky's in for Mace. I'm John Ireland. we got Laker Warriors tonight. Michael and I will have that game for you. Michael will be along shortly. It's Michael's game today. Those are always interesting. Uh, Michael's games are good. will play. Yeah, you won the last time you played with uh, Michael. You, uh, it was a tough game, and you won it. So uh, that's coming up later in the show. Uh, Bergman, who's leading in uh, Game of Games? Is oh, it you? well, yesterday was the first day of accounting for two, and I won, so I am leading by a pretty decent month. Yeah, I don't think I can catch it because uh, I was gone for can? most of the month. But uh, uh, we'll see. I have seven. Mason has two. Pepe two. Cap two. Ireland one. Jacob one. Andy one. Momo but one. But there's only four more days in this month. Today, four. yeah. Okay, yep. so I'd have to run the table. To, and you have a to, game tomorrow. To catch it. Um, uh, so yeah. that makes today must win for you, John. I think it literally, <laughs> I think it literally is. I think I got to win. Well, you have to win. that's a must win. <laughs> there you go. Well, you, you, it's your game tomorrow. Right. So, so that you, means oh, they, I can only do three. You and can I have one. I can catch you if you don't get any. Correct. Yeah. All right. That's all. <laughs> now, that has you're talking about math working against you. That would be that, two months in a row to start it. the year. By the way, just uh, throwing okay. that out. So there. I mentioned that there's another team that um, nobody's given any chance to win the title, and you, Michael, thinks I'm crazy when I say this. We're going to see him tonight. Mm-hmm. You know that the Warriors five man unit, and this does not include Jordan Poole. Okay, this is Steph. Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, and Looney. Hands down, not close, the most efficient five-man unit in the NBA this year. And that's the group that won the title last year. That's the group that beat Boston. And everybody says, well, that was last year. They don't have the bench. It doesn't matter. Those five guys, Andy, are going to play more minutes in the postseason. Every one of their playoff series since Steve Kerr has been a coach. Every single one. They've won at least one game on the road. No other team has ever done that. Are you counting the Warriors out like Michael is? Yeah, they don't look right to me. Huh. I don't buy them this year. Everybody else is saying that, too. I would not – I would – you're going to bet against Steph in a seven-game series against the Clippers or Denver? First of all, I need, to, I need to see what Steph looks like when right. he gets back. Right. You know, they just – this year hasn't popped. I mean, you've no. been around teams enough to know defending a title – even though I know they've done it before, defending a title is exhausting. Yeah. And there's been a – it seems like a lot – That's why it's hard to win two in a row. It seems like there's been a lot of tension with this team. You know, there's a lot of overarching questions, Clay's future, Draymond's future. For a little while, Bob Myers' future, that's all Still, of a sudden being talked yeah. about. Like, I, yeah. I, I may be the only one, but I'm not counting them out. Okay, so let me, get to, let me get to the story about a very 
public brain cram. So thank you, Jorge. If if you ever watch Wheel of Fortune, you know it's probably the easiest game show on TV. It's basically Hangman with a Wheel. Yeah, over the years, they've made it increasingly easier, too. (laughs) And it's still very easy. And, you know, people just spin the wheel. It comes up on a number. And the only choice you really have to make is, even if you know what the puzzle is, do you keep spinning to get more? So the puzzle, Andy, on Wheel of Fortune earlier this week was fresh tropical fruit. Yes. Okay? And the person playing was just trying to decide how far they could push it. Keep spinning the wheel. But you could tell. Everything was lit up. So all the letters were exposed, except for the S in fresh. So it said F-R-E blank H, tropical fruit. Um, This runs about a minute. Listen to what happens next. But do something quickly. Um, I'll spin it. Okay. Okay, what letter for you? I'll go with a G. Uh, Juliana, it's your turn. I'd like to solve the puzzle. Yeah. Fresh tropical fruit. Yeah. You know, when that happens and you're sitting at home, you're saying, how in the world can that? But, you know, sometimes it's a word that just doesn't want to come into focus for you. It did for you. And in addition to that $650, we're sending you to the island of Antigua. Listen to this. Yes, there is. So she blew a trip to Antigua. If that was Greg Bergman and he, when it said fresh tropical fruit, all he was missing was the S. And he said, G. And What's he in walks, my name? He walks off the stage in shame and he says, oh. Andy, I can't believe I did it. I just had a brain cramp. What could you tell him to make him feel better? I mean, you didn't go that viral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of did. But, you know, I've seen bigger viral moments than this one. Really? I'm sure there's some. Name one. <laughs> I'm sure there's some. You know, something. I saw an interview with Sajak. Jorge, what would you tell Bergman if he if he needed an S and he guessed G? I guess he didn't want to go to Antigua. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Greg, come on. I would say, God, you're an idiot. What, First of all, Greg didn't do that? this. Like, before we start shaming Greg, <laughs> he didn't actually do this. I mean, it would probably happen. Let's do you be think he freaked her out when in the beginning he goes, you got to do something? Listen to the beginning. But do something quickly. Um, I'll spin it. Okay. Do you think he forced her into something? I think he was trying to get her off spinning. I think he was actually right because she she could spin and it could you you could get the one that says you're done. Right, bankrupt, lose a turn. Right, right, right. I think I think he assumed she has to know what the puzzle is. Right. So just take it now. Don't risk anything. Solve it. She spun, and again, I think he's fully expecting she's going to throw out an S, win the thing. And then he was trying very hard to, like, try to make her not sound like an idiot. There is a clip somewhere. Somebody can find it. But we had Sajak on the show years ago. He was promoting something, and we were helping him promote it. And we said, "Um, has anybody, and this was years ago, has anybody had a brain cramp that was so bad that it stayed with you? And he said, oh, yeah. He said, one time... The get the puzzle was historical figure. And again, they ran it all the way down to the end, and it said Abraham 
Incan. <laughs> they were just missing the L. Oh, jeez. You're going to think I'm making this up, but I'm not. No, I believe you. And so the girl goes, I'd like to solve the puzzle. Say, Jack says, okay, great. And she said, Abraham Binkin. <laughs> and Sajak was so blown away, he goes, okay. And we need the audience to be quiet. And Sherry, or whatever her name was, he says, I'm going to give you another chance here. But I want you to enunciate very clearly what your answer is. Because I, I, I didn't hear what I needed to hear. So one more try. Solve the puzzle. And he said, clear as day, she says, Abraham Binkin. And he goes, no. Andy, your turn. I'd like to solve it. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. What do you do then? It's like that episode of Cheers where Cliff Clavin answers the Jeopardy question with people who have never been been in my my kitchen. kitchen, Which is not technically wrong. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's really angry that he's not getting credit for it. These people have never been in my kitchen. What? uh, Yeah. But... I, I, I felt so bad for that woman. It's like, and now she's got to go home, you know, because she probably made a big deal. In fact, I got on the show. I'm going to go and do well. And, and she's got the trip sitting right there. Fresh tropical fruit. Try and pronounce fresh with a G where the S is. Like Frag? <laughs> Freya? Freya? Like a frag. sound G? Frag. frag. Sound. Like maybe like rough, like I mean, frag. I mean, but do something quickly. Come on. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, she dodges a bullet here. Okay, what letter for you? I'll go with a G. <laughs> You're the person in the uh, audience go. Juliana, it's your what? turn. I'd like to solve the puzzle. Yeah, here. Fresh tropical fruit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's did you po- hear? Did you hear the person in the audience? Yeah. Why? No. Lock in. So Come on. Right, right. Um, so okay. after she's been, listen after what she says, G. This is Jorge in the audience. Okay, what letter for you? I'll go with a G. What? <laughs> uh, Juliana, it's your turn. Yeah, I like that is puzzle. just brutal. The other problem with her too that I feel so bad about is when the show first premiered, like in the in the eighties. I think it was the eighties. If something like this happened, nobody other than the people who saw this episode hears about it, and it goes away. But in the age of social media. This is forever. She's going to forever be known as the woman who can't recognize fresh tropical fruit. Like, this is going to become her thing. I I know. That's probably her legacy. It is. This is going to be like her tombstone. God, that's brutal. Just brutal. And we're adding to it. I feel bad. Like, we are are compounding this poor lady's misery. Yeah, it's just not good. Um, All right, so... um, Aaron Rodgers came out of the darkness today, mm-hmm. Andy. He um, he was in a locked room for four days. Uh, we've got a little more detail. The room <laughs> in which Rodgers spent his time is partially underground, a hobbit-like structure with 300 square feet of space, devoid of light, with a queen bed, a bathroom, and a meditation-like mat on the floor. It is fully powered, so at any point, lights can be turned on from inside the room. All right. By the way, this retreat has three dark rooms. It's in Oregon. It is booked for the next 18 months with a wait list in the hundreds. 
seven more rooms are planned to help accommodate the demand. Now, maybe you can tell me what I'm not thinking of here, but why would I pay money and go to Oregon to sit in a dark room for four days? Couldn't I do that on my own by myself? I think the difference is once you pay to do this and you go through the trouble of it, you're much less inclined to give up or to just cheat by turning on the lights every now and then, like look for creature comforts, that sort of thing, because you've already plunked down for it. So, But isn't that, Bergman, isn't that a tremendous waste of money? Uh, yeah, it is, but you're getting it's you're in a different atmosphere. You're in a different world. Like you can't do it in your own home because if I just turn off the light in my room, like I know where everything is, I know what's going on. If I go up to Oregon, I'm away from everything. There's no distractions. It's yeah, just and also me. if this is underground how, too. If this is how you feel, you discover the spirituality or the inward looking that you are seeking, then it's not stupid. Emily was talking about it earlier today and said that it's 18 months booked out. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. Um, and with a wait list in the hundreds, I mean, really? You wouldn't do it? Look, it's, it's new. It's essentially new age medicine. Like right. that's essentially what it is. That is a big, big culture. But I mean, what if I'll give you my phone, give you my laptop, drive down to Malibu and sit on the beach for two days. What? But they, the people that do this would say that atmosphere does not take you to the state that you are seeking the way the darkness and the solitude does. You're too comfortable yeah, sitting on the beach. I don't get it. I, I I mean, no, I'm not making fun of Aaron Rodgers. I just think that if you want solitude, you don't have to go to a hobbit-like room that's dark in Oregon and stay there for four days. It's there so- are easier ways to meet your objective than that. It sounds in a lot of ways like a plushier version of when you're in prison and they send you to the hole. Right. Like... It- you, what? You, you don't get a queen bed or a bathroom in the hole. Um, yeah. You don't get a yoga mat. But it is essentially the same experience. It's really dark. Um, I'm assuming you get fed through some slat, yeah. like in the wall, that sort of thing. It's the hole. Uh, Bergman, after hearing this story, do you still want Rodgers to be the quarterback of our Raiders? Absolutely. I 100% want him as the, for just this year. You want to hear a sad thing? So do I. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you'd be on my side. Don't, but th- don't care that he's a nut job. Don't care that he's uh, on ayahuasca. Don't care that he's locked himself in a room for four days. We have Devontae Adams. He knows how to get him the ball. Let's go. Would so, you, but would how would you feel that, let's say you don't get Aaron Rodgers. And right? by the way, I don't think we're getting him. I think he's staying in Green Bay. What do you That's guys That's a lot of people. I think he's coming say? to the Raiders. I actually really Andy, think. I think he's staying in Green Bay. Yeah. That's what most people think. Mace was the same way he thought it would. He but loves say- to draw this stuff out. He was he was Brett Favre's protege in all ways. Like, yeah, he loves he to, to draw this stuff like out. Him. But either way, Ireland, so what do you think is the best course of action then? Do you go with Jared Stidham, tank the year, get Caleb Williams, or do you go try and get like Jimmy Garoppolo? I Well, you can do both. You can get Jimmy Garoppolo and then try and maneuver to get Caleb. Well, try, um, I mean, that's not the easiest thing to do. Why? Well, because he's going to be the first overall pick, most likely. Right, but I think... I'd rather tank. Like, if I don't get Aaron Rodgers, give me I Jared Stidham. I, I just hate tanking. I, I I think it's disingenuous to your fans that you were asking to pay top dollar to. The Raiders are terrible every year. Yeah, but you got to try and win. Or mid-level. Like, you don't want a well, guy like, in Wait, mid. last year we almost beat Cincinnati and they went to the Super Bowl. That, that was that was two years ago. Right. Last year they didn't get anywhere. <laughs> right. Well, because they, they lost all those one-possession games. But right. I, I, would, I, I think that they should try and get Jimmy G. 
and then try and maybe trade up in the draft to get Caleb. I, I, I think Caleb's going to be a great NFL. I just player. don't think Jimmy G can throw the long ball to Devontae well, Adams. I don't but think you want, or, or you want to lose baller. anyway because you want to get a better draft. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Give me the, give me Caleb Williams. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, uh, we'll spin the wheel of questions. Andy Kamenitsky in for Mace. I'm John Ireland. Lakers, Warriors, tonight at Crypto.com Arena on ESPN LA. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Okay. Ooh, this is kind of a hard one. All right, here we go. Every day, 12 new things arrive at your house, all of which begin with a letter you choose. What letter would you pick? And I'm telling you guys, I've thought about this because I, I, I saw it on the wheel. There is a correct answer to this. Hmm. There is uh-huh. one letter that is significantly better than all others, but Greg, I will let you go first. Oh, thank you. I pick can't a wait. letter, any letter. Well, I mean, pick it, a letter, any letter. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. just because this yeah. one letter I'm thinking of doesn't mean you can't come up with another good one. Sure, or you may come up with it. Uh, I'm gonna go with the letter T. Why? Uh, what do I you get, get my telephone, my Kay. television. I can have a good. trampoline. Good, very can, good. <laughs> a toaster. Um, tacos, you can toilet eat, paper, you can eat tacos, tacos, tequila, right? uh, tequila. This is a very good answer. I think tea is a great answer. Okay. Tea is actually pretty uh, good. Jorge, what are you going cloth. with? I'll go with a C because I got a child, so I can go cookies. I got okay. a wife. We can get <laughs> cake. Cake. Mm-hmm. We can get uh, cough drops. Cough drops. Coffee. Coffee. Uh, condoms. Con- yeah. Hey. <laughs> well, you're married. You don't have to. Hey, hey, you know. hey. uh, Andy, we just for the safety. We practice safety around to go here. about this any way he wants to. Yeah. Stay, stay out These of the are bedroom. actually totally respectful answers. I think you're going to like mine better. But what would yours <laughs> okay. be? The the one that popped into my mind first was F. Okay. Because I was thinking food, okay. food items, food like essentially like kitchen stuff that I would use for food. Mm-hmm. You can. Worded any way you want. Films. I like getting different movies delivered to me. Uh, fruit. I enjoy fruit. Fresh tropical fruit. Fresh fish. Fresh fruit. Fresh meats. Not um, a, not a terrible answer. Okay, I think the clear answer is the letter W. Think about this. Water. Whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah. Wine. Yeah. Watermelon. Okay. Wontons, food. which I is a you, dumpling. I got you covered with the food, though. Yeah, but wait a minute. There's lots of foods that start with W. Um, but they all, in one way, start with F. Right. <laughs> they're all food. Right. So they're- Loophole. Well, and, and I just realized something. <laughs> How am I going to play golf if everything that comes in is W? I, I need a I wedge. Need a, uh, wedge. I could have a wedge. A lot of wedges. Uh, a waiver. I, I, or, or, uh, I could <laughs> a use, Yeah, I could use a Wilson driver. That's kind of an old school yes. bad golf kind of yeah, but I'm not going to go. Um, yeah. See, if I, with T, you get a Titleist ball. Yeah. Mm. Titleist clubs. Titleist everything. Yeah. yeah, they're very good. Yeah, P, I could get PXG stuff. But then what else are you going to do with the P? Peanuts. Um, peanuts. Pasta. Pasta. I'm trying to think of paint. You I'm trying to like think of wine or of whiskey. Wine and whiskey is a pretty good. Strong but I'm trying to think start. of a company that uh, makes it that starts with P. 
Um, well, there's got to be a winery somewhere that starts with a P. Yeah, it it it'd be prisoner. Prisoner wine. Oh yeah, prisoner. That's a good wine. Good Is it wine. good? Yeah. yeah. I've never delicious. heard of it. It's a red blend. So you can kick that kick that around. I thought you were suggesting John order a prisoner. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, no. Each their own, I guess. <laughs> All right. So um I wanted to wait until Michael got here to ask that question. Uh oh, by the way, Jordan Rodriguez from the uh, do, did we get her, Greg? Is she coming on it too? Sure is. Okay. So she's written a really good deep dive. Jordan's great on the Rams. And uh and so uh that's it. All right. So I wanted to get into this. Um, Bergman, you have always said that you have no interest in signing Carlos Correa. Correct. Because he cheated. Yeah. All right. Um, he was also just an Astro. I don't want the Astros. Okay. So the Dodgers have hired, according to the LA Times, the Boston Red Sox video replay coordinator, a guy named J.T. Watkins. Um, Watkins was fired um, after the Red Sox were caught sign-stealing in 2020. Before and after games, Watkins was tasked with decoding opponents' signs, which is legal. As the team's video replay coordinator, however, he also used his access to live game feeds to supplement and update his work, according to the commissioner's office. The use of the video to decipher signs was illegal. So what he was doing was he was going back and looking at shots of the catcher and figuring out what their signs were and then telling the Red Sox players so they had an advantage. Greg, you okay with the Dodgers hiring this guy? Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. So, I mean, he's not going to be – he could be a video guy. It's the same thing, but it's not the same situation as it would, would be up there. So I have no problem with it. It's also he's close with Mookie. Right. Mookie said that he they absolutely cheated in 2018, so he completely admitted it. That's the difference between Correa and all those other guys. They never admitted it. They never said that this is, this is what happened. They didn't give any kind of – they were never upset about it. Or I feel like Mookie and this guy have um, and the, admitted things. That's important. The GM of the Dodgers, a guy named Brandon Gomes, said that when they interviewed Watkins, they asked him about the Red Sox illegal sign stealing and now have a good idea of what happened. Asked if his understanding of the situation was similar to what Mookie Betts described. He said it was, and Watkins was remorseful. Watkins has denied using the replay system to use signs when the Red Sox were investigated. Um, but he was a key participant in an incident late in 2017 when they used Apple Watches. He was right, right in the middle I remember of that. that. Um, to me, either you're okay with it and you're okay signing guys like Correa and Watkins or you're not. Greg, you're arguing that there are degrees. You don't want Correa but you'll take the guy who was stealing the Apple Watch stuff. Well, he never he never he never tried to say that he did it wrong or did anything wrong whereas this guy is very much saying, "Yes, this is what happened. This is what we did. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm remorseful." Where Correa and Altuve and Bregman and all those dudes didn't do anything like that. They're still holding tight on, "Yeah, we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't have buzzers. We didn't use trash cans." So I, I so you think if people level. come clean, they deserve a second chance. If he came clean, if they came clean, yes, I think they would have a, a better chance of getting that. And also, Correa has like massive issues with knees or whatever is going on with him. Yeah. So no, um, I don't think you can throw people away when they get caught in scandals like this. So I'm kind of with Greg. If if he if this guy admits it and he's remorseful, he's obviously going to be in a very short leash. I think if he gets caught cheating again, it's probably his career. My thing with baseball is baseball is the cheatiest sport out there. 
And it's a sport that often revels in its cheatiness, but gets super selective in and sometimes like really pompous and fake morality about when they choose. Like it's the same sport that got all upset about PEDs, but will look back and revel at the time when players were just like taking handfuls of amphetamines out of a bowl in the clubhouse. Gaylord Perry has a book called Me and the Spitter. Right. He's in the Hall of Fame. Like baseball cheating is part of the entire culture of the sport except when we don't want it to be baseball fans are bizarre with cheating um yeah here he is ladies and gentlemen the great oh michael johnson has arrived arugula michael um Oh my God, Michael! Pay attention. (laughs) There's the voice of Pepe Montilla. Pepe will be on later when we uh, play game of games. Did you play a a multiple choice game? uh, Write a multiple choice game, Michael, so Pepe has a chance. Yeah, because all he does is complain because nobody can beat you, and he's right. Nobody can beat you if it's a buzzing game. All right, so Michael, what do you think? Are you okay with the Red Sox hiring this this uh, video guy who cheated in 2018? Uh, did he did he pay his penance? Did he pay? Yeah, uh, he got fired over it. Um, how did he cheat? You mean like uh, filming? He was, yeah, he was, he went back and looked at videotapes of catcher signals and deciphered the signals that way, and then told the Red Sox hitters what was coming. Oh, I don't care about that stuff. I like it when you steal signs. That's all part of the game. <laughs> you just can't let you know. You can't like um you know like hit on trash cans and stuff. But finding out what the signs are, no, I mean that's what even electronically, you're not supposed to be able to use electronics to do it. You can cheat and steal signs, but you're well, not. Let's, allowed... let's say you're watching a game, right? You, yeah, and, and the catcher's flashing signs or whatever, and you and, figure it out, and you figure it out. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, they have scouts at the uh, Laker game tonight fi- trying to figure out what plays they're running. But you've already told me nobody in the NBA runs plays. Uh, good point there. <laughs> <laughs> Those are people just sucking money on a payroll. They're not right. doing anything. Exactly. So That's right. a lot of us are wondering what the heck happened to the Rams this year. They had the worst after Super Bowl record of any team in NFL history. That fat and happy. That's what happened to them. They went uh, from winning the Super Bowl to going 5-12. and 12. That's what happens. Jordan Rodrigue from The Athletic has done as good of a deep dive on what happened to the Rams as I've ever read, and Jordan will join us next. Uh, Andy Kamenetsky from Ace, Michael Thompson joining us. Lakers-Warriors tonight. Um, I think it should be a great game. I am not ruling out the Warriors, unlike Michael, who says ah. they don't have it this year. No. <laughs> we'll get into that. And I, and I hope I'm wrong. Uh, Mason in Ireland, Michael and Andy hanging out at ESPN LA.